everybody, this is Chip and Mike with The Drinking Texas Podcast. The episode you're about to hear was originally broadcast on The Drinking Texas radio show. The recording remains mostly intact, but with the music edited out due to streaming licensing issues. And I removed that clip of Chip saying that he didn't feel like having a beer. Hey, I never said that. Not as far as anyone listening to this podcast knows. (laughs) If you want to hear the show, complete with the music included... Tune in to The Drinking Texas Radio Show Thursdays on KBSR Black Sparrow Digital Radio from Taylor, Texas. Meanwhile, enjoy the show. And stay excellent. This is The Drinking Texas Radio Show on Black Sparrow Digital Radio, so grab a beer and have a seat and join two of the best drinking buddies you could ever ask for. That's Chip and Mike. Hey, everybody. This is Chip and Mike with The Drinking Texas Radio Show on KBSR Radio out of Taylor. Thank you for joining us. Mike, how are you doing today? Oh, uh, I tell you, I'm in recovery. It, it's it's not from drinking. <laughs> yeah. I, I golfed. It, it never is. I golfed, and my foursome was me and, and three 80-year-olds. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was not, I was not meant to... Uh, to be do a, that. But you're going to force them with three idiots? Yeah. Let's just put it that way. I was not meant <laughs> to do that. On or off the golf course. Mm, neither way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although I think this this way hurt more. Well, it depends on what type of pills or pumps I'm using. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. It's a beautiful day. We got, I'll tell you who we got here in, with us in a second. But first, what are you drinking? Well, I actually am... I'm having a little uh, Milam and Green. It's a distillery. Okay, what do we call this exactly? Distillery edition straight bourbon. It's the first uh, grain of glass bourbon that uh, they've ever made out there. Mm-hmm. And unless you're me or you or yeah. maybe 30 other people around the country, you're not drinking this because it's not even available until tomorrow. Yeah. But we'll talk more about that later. It, and you can get it online at, their, at Milam and Green, right? So. Uh, Tomorrow. Edition. I know, limited edition. <laughs> you know what I'm drinking? What are you drinking? I am drinking Ray Ray out of Whitestone Brewery. You know why I'm drinking Ray Ray? Why, why would you be drinking Ray Ray? That's what you handed me. <laughs> no, it's because, uh, one, it's absolutely delicious. Two, yeah. we got the guys from Whitestone here. Yes. There's Steven, we got Kevin, we got Ryan. Y'all can say hi now. Hello, everybody. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Is that my Barry White voice? Yeah, there you I go. like that. Um, so, uh, what did you bring us today, other than the Ray Ray? Uh, Stephen, I have to say, but I think we brought our Long Gone Blonde. Uh, we just got our Oktoberfest package, brought oh, some nice. of that, and we got our Converter, converter Kolsch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else, Stephen? Uh, and Ray Ray. And Ray Ray. Ray. Yeah. That, is, that is fantastic. We're going to drink all that. There was uh, a case of beer. We're gonna, between the four of us, we're going to drink it all. During the show. Heck yes. I'm yeah. down for that. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Right. I am taking your couch, <laughs> by the way. Give, give me that right, man. With no blanket. Yeah, no blanket and, uh, and, and no a shot of whiskey. <laughs> yes. So. Okay. Count me in. Yeah. So for those those people that don't know, and if you don't know, you've been in a closet, uh, tell us about Whitestone. Where you at? Sure. So uh, Whitestone, we're out on uh, Whitestone Boulevard, so 1431 in Cedar Park, um, kind of mashed between that, the... The toll road I, I, and that worked out well then. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was accidental, obviously. Uh, so yeah, we're uh, about four and a half years old. It's hard to count now in COVID times, but uh, we have um, kind of started as a tap room brewery and moved into a little bit more packaging. But we're kind of a hybrid of both. Put out a lot of styles of beer, so kind of have the rainbow of beers, everything from a, a Kolsch, really light style German lager, to uh, you know, your 
darkest stout of stouts. Yeah. Um, right now we just did black is beautiful. So that's pretty much as, as black of a stout as you can get. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're kind of a diverse brewery that's, uh, out in Cedar park, just kind of what I'd like to call hitting our maturity. So having yeah. fun with it y'all, outside y'all are, of COVID. Y'all are doing a great job. Thank you. It, so you're the owner, right? Correct. Yeah. Yep. All right. That's all I have. <laughs> all right. So, so Stephen Good talk, here. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, enjoy the rest of the hour. Um, Stephen, you, you came on uh, as brewer. Uh, uh, tell, tell us a little bit. Or not? No? No. You just. You just I actually started as a cellarman. Uh, I bugged Ryan for a job. A cellarman. Like yeah. a person that sails. Uh, I sell her beer. <laughs> yeah. I started at the bottom. Got in a, Just kind of got in. And worked my way up to creative beer manager. Uh-huh. So I got to do all the fun stuff, uh, going out in the market, sampling beer, uh, coming up with new ideas of foreign fusions. Like we just did a cookies and cream Imperial stout. Where we're, wait, where wait, we're wait. Your, your job was to go out and in sample beers. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it's a horrible <laughs> I, think, I think he sells himself a little short. Yeah, exactly. been, he's been, you know, he's kind of risen the ranks of, of he came in really with no experience, um, worked his butt off. I mean, the litmus test for us is you got to get below our mash ton uh-huh. and scrub pretty much the bottom of the barrel crap. Nice. And this guy did it with no complaining, and I think that was a tight squeeze. <laughs> I'm not saying anything about your build there. but Pretty built. <laughs> yeah, it was tight. But anyway, I mean, you know, put it this way. He's the only guy that showed up to an interview with me in a collared shirt, so... Although I didn't even show up when uh, I was going to interview Kevin, so he showed up. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you get the job. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, Steven's been, he's been a, a miracle worker for us. And creative beer manager is kind of a, um, a strange title. I don't think a lot of breweries have that, uh-huh. but that's just the direction we're going. He still does a lot of seller. We're still a very, um, if you go in the back, everybody's doing everything. So right. he still does a lot of seller duties. Um, he, he knows a lot of the brew house idea is to get him to kind of know the entire aspect of the back of the house, but he's a smart enough kid to, to say, Hey, these are marketable beers that we're coming up with and really get creative with it. So that's kind of his uh, background. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you not to pump him up that much. <laughs> anymore you, you can, he's crying right Believe now. Believe me. I, I'm going to regret that in a week. And yeah. <laughs> Remember, remember uh, that time you told me that I, I was really good? <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Yes, this doesn't happen very often. It's a yearly annual thing, annual yeah, buildup. Yeah, we've, we've got it recorded. So, yeah, we get to oh, I don't remember saying forever. that. If I don't remember, it didn't happen. Yeah, that's that's why I drink so much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's why. Yeah, yeah. that's why. So, uh, one of the beers you brought is Ray Ray. Um, I, I know you, you have different iterations of it. Sure. Uh, can you tell us about Ray Ray? How, how did they come about? What are you doing with it? Where are you going with it? Yeah, Ray Ray kind of um, spawned off of uh, us actually putting together a scheduled beer calendar, believe it or not, because um, we were just kind of spitting out beers all over the place and seeing what hit and just experimenting because we still considered ourselves a young brewery. So Ray Ray was one of our uh, three seasonal hazies that we put out. Um, and Ray Ray was kind of the one that we decided – we kind of did an a- ABV type of approach. So we have Keyboard Gangsta that comes in at uh, 6.5, Ray Ray 7.3, and then our 8.5-minute abs at 8.5. So we have that kind of spectrum of AV- ABV. Um, Ray Ray was the one that we kind of found this, I guess, miracle mark of ABV to where that that alcohol kind of phenolic flavor paired well with the and brought out the hops more. So we decided to kind of do a rotational hop experiment with it. 
story behind Ray Ray is that Ray Reyes is one of our close friends that brings in, he's a beer trader. Yeah. So brings in beers and nice. Um, I'll just keep it PC. He brings in a <laughs> lot of beers, but um, he brings them in and just, you know, we drink beers from around the world and yeah. we're very lucky to do that. So we said, probably had a few beers in us and we said, Ray, we're making a beer after you. And we actually did it. So, well, sh- Shit, if that's all it takes. We got beers. We throw a drink in Texas beer out there. Gosh. We yeah. still have room in our rotational calendar. I, I, I'm just There's, saying. There could be a chip and salsa out there. We'll see. <laughs> well, you'd have to be willing to be a character with the rainbow coming, coming out, out of, of your, your butt. butt. Yeah. yeah, I don't so, mind. So. Yeah, I figured. There yeah. is that. Yeah, come on now. You met me. The funny <laughs> thing is that label, I mean, we've had that beer for a year and a half-ish. Yeah, at least. And he just noticed the rainbow coming out of his butt like yesterday. So... <laughs> As long as you don't call it uh, four way with an eighty year old, because <laughs> yeah. is that taken? Yeah. It is not. Well, I, I assume. Can it's we look not. up Untapped real quick? <laughs> look it up. It's probably yeah. not. Mike, Mike would have to come up with the flavor profiles of that. <laughs> uh, definitely, yeah, definitely Ben Gay. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ben Gay in diapers. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the best. Oh, uh, sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, I mean, it's got to taste similar to that mustard beer, right? <laughs> I mean, mustard and beer—that's been, you know, I think that was talked about decades ago, right? Yeah, that's, seems like a natural pairing. So somebody just drops some in a beer and goes, you know what? "I love the tang." Yeah, I'm not pouring that out. Mike, you get all upset if I don't let you talk, and I can I can continue talking. What's your question? I know you got one. No, nope, that's no. it. That is it. That's all, right. all the words Good that talk, Mike. Guys. Yeah, that's all the words that Mike has. <laughs> Like Kevin over here. So what do you do? Come on, Kevin. Get yeah. on. So I basically, when I started with the brewery, I started as the uh, the salesman, which I would actually go out and try to get accounts. When I started, we had four accounts. Well, Whitestone had four accounts. Mm-hmm. I went to all four of those accounts that Ryan had sold to, and they were out of beer. <laughs> he never went. He never went back. He never. He never went back. That's right. how good that beer was. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. After three months, he never went back. Yeah. So my job was to start uh, trying to develop our market. So we started with inside out, uh, roughly ten miles, and grew it to fifteen. Uh, as we continued to grow, we we kept going further, further, further. Um, we brought in Michael Marr um, as a sales rep. He's a delivery driver, and he went to sales rep. Then we ended up bringing in Rhett Wright uh, as another sales rep. Also does San Antonio. Michael does land passes and Waco. Very limited sales. And then we have a delivery driver, Nick Swan. Um, I oversee all these guys. Oh, good. And then I also handle all the um, the business with Brown Distributing. We did sign with them as a distributor a year ago. Next, yeah. the end of this month, I believe. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so we're about to go through that year. So I handle the. All the inventory with them, the deliveries, and track all their sales, and work with Stephen and other words, Stephen and the rest of the team, just try to ensure that we have the product up in the market. Very nice. So, is your is your uh, rep who uh, does Dallas is is her, her name's Deborah, right? Debbie. No. Uh, that's a joke. That's a oh yeah. Well, Debbie, a, Debbie does, does Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, we're slow here. Yeah, no, it's all right. Really it's all right. <laughs> You're you're a lot. Uh, I know, I know. Kevin's, I, Kevin's giving the cut yeah. sign like yeah, I can't answer that. I love that. I love that horrified horrified look. Yeah, it's like up, we found us. It's like we found this porn stash or something. Yeah, he was mortified. Yeah. 
I don't know if this is we're not there. Yeah. Yeah. What's Debbie does Dallas? I don't know. Never seen that before. I don't have three copies. Definitely not in space or anything. I've definitely never seen that. You know, I think these guys are gonna have to catch our breath, man. You got you got a little distraction, a little something you might be able to play. Yeah. Well here in just one second. Come back down. Another another name for a beer, seventies porn bush. Seventies porn bush. And on that note, Charlie Crockett. You're listening to the Drinking Texas Radio Show. And then? On KBSR. And then? Black Sparrow Digital Radio in Taylor, Texas. And then? Uh, no and then. And then? No and then. And then? Can I get an order of fried rice with that? <laughs> but, by the way, if you didn't uh, know what that song was called, uh, it was I Am Not Afraid. He only <laughs> says it about 150 times. It is. It's good and, that was, and who was it? <laughs> Charlie Crockett. You got that right. Yeah, it is. <laughs> So, uh, Mike, Mike, you wouldn't play golf today. What the rest of y'all guys do? Speaking of golf, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what kind of club, clubs were you hitting? Yeah. Mike? Oh man, I've only you know ever going. You know, <laughs> we won't. I've, we won't. They weren't tailor mades by any they, chance. No, they weren't. No, you know, no, no. tailor made Sims are great clubs. I hear though. they're awesome yeah. for you know who used to the price. Yeah. Uh, Tiger Woods plays tailor mades now. Does he really? Yeah, he's got good taste. Yeah, hmm. probably. Big checkbook, too. Yeah. Yeah. And no doubt an understanding wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she didn't chase him down and hit his, hit his car with us. Great. I'm going to hit the tree in my yeah. front yard when I get home. No. That's, that's, There's a fire hydrant, first of all. That's what happens if you play Nikes. Oh, yeah. dang it. Okay. Yeah, so you have to play Taylor Bates, So Maybe those, that's the driver set I'm going to get. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. So if you don't know, if you weren't listening, if you joined us late, we are here with the guys from Whitestone Brewery. Howdy, y'all. Out in Cedar Park. What's up? <laughs> Thank and y'all for joining us. I just got handed a beer here that says uh, leader hosing on it. Opa's leader hosing. Opa. That, means, that means grandma's leader hosing. Oh, nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> actually, actually, it does. I didn't know you spoke any languages. Spoke it to Deutsch. No, English is what? Hard. Yeah. All right. So uh, <laughs> so who wants to tell me about this? Uh, it's not October yet, but it says Oktoberfest right on the can. Yeah. Well, you guys know Oktoberfest starts. Oh, we want to pass this to Kevin. Let Kevin. <laughs> he's a sales rep. Is Kevin just not? walked out of the room. He's faking a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Elizabeth, I'm coming to you. He's already broken his record for most uh, uh, words spoken on any yeah, sort of a cast. That's true. No, but uh, this, I mean, Oktoberfest seems to hit in January nowadays, but uh, mm-hmm. we this is the earliest we've got <laughs> ours out just because uh, mainly COVID, yeah, yeah. yeah. packaging everything. So maybe a blessing in disguise. I don't know because we seem to be late with it. But uh, this actually is, in my opinion, my favorite version. We've modified a little bit. Um, a little more Munich, I believe, is what we went back to. Yep. And really clean lagering cycle because we have – no rush. So. <laughs> yeah. It's in a tank for six months. We're good. Yeah. That, uh, all right, hold it, on. it is It is really fantastic. Let's see what it sounds like. Oh, the way it should. Uh, oh, it, man. Yeah. It's, it sounds, it's got a good uh, good crack to it. Sounded like tailor-made Sims hitting the golf ball. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> just, just pure just, and just pure smooth. And, yeah. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought. So, uh, and with, forgiving. Yeah, <laughs> I need that. Yeah. I need a lot of forgiveness. Uh, clearly, clearly you do. Um, so with COVID, how has that affected y'all's? I know it's affected everybody. How has it affected y'all's brewery specifically? Uh, I mean, joking aside, probably emotionally the most, just because everybody has to pivot, right? And right. everybody has to. But 
you know, we're what five months in, five and a half months in now. Yeah, I, um, I think it's six years. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the biggest part is that you know I look back now and I think we're probably one of the best brewer, the best models of a brewery to pivot in that sense because we're kind of a hybrid. We're we're mm-hmm. very much focused on on premise, um, producing as many styles as we can, and um, packaging a little bit. So we're kind of set up to pivot in either way. Right. right. So that benefited us. With that being said, we're all struggling. I mean, it's, it's right. been a pain in the butt. So are, uh, are y'all just doing uh, beers to go? No, or? we are open as of, uh, I believe, two weeks ago. We opened at 50%. Oh, nice. Sure. Yeah. I want to say that. <laughs> well, y'all, BC. Yeah. Well, you, well, y'all do have No, food. We're, we're approved with the... Uh, Y'all have the food. Y'all have the food truck. Out there. We have the you food truck. That. We have a permanent food truck. So, um, and what Stephen's referring to is there's a lot of confusion, right? So there's been oh, there's, recent recent yeah. guidance with um, essentially changing your pricing structure to lower your beers, up your right. food cost, get below that fifty one percent. So we've, which is bullshit. I mean, when you think about it to the core, is that saving anybody from coronavirus? No. 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 So <laughs> that's that's the joke when we go out. We hold up a beer. We hold up food and say, "This no Corona." Yeah. Hold up a beer. This Corona. This, I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, and it's not I, a Corona I, beer that we have. Yeah, I can go on a rant for an hour, and I won't do I that. Know. Yeah, I know. You're welcome, we, we you guys. All, we, but, all, but, we all could. But it, it's my beers, and he's gonna he's gonna go into it. Though. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's my it's my one rant that I'll just say, and it's it's a huge disappointment by Governor Abbott and what he's done to an industry because he, here's the thing that I think about right is he's he's kind of sat and bucketed everybody you know a nightclub is the same as a brewery right walk into our brewery and tell me that we're any different than a restaurant because right? we're not well that, yeah that well we, we've been there right? <clears throat> we can vouch for you but <laughs> yeah. but here's so when people dig into that and they say well okay what's he supposed to do well at the very least look into the licensing right yeah so in tbc you have most i mean confusing amounts of licenses right even within just the brewing spe- right. spectrum why don't you just do mixed beverage permits? Because the majority of nightclubs are going to have that. Right. And isolate it from there. Right. So that would be my first thing is if you're going to say that bars are the danger, well, isolate it to that because we're much more, the health department considers us a restaurant, but TABC considers us a nightclub now. Yeah. So it just doesn't make sense to me. None of, none of it does. In the confusion when they say, you know, first you can open up, then no, you can't. And they said that you had to shut back down on a Friday at noon. But then restaurants got to lower their capacity at Monday, right? <laughs> right so they right. got three days notice. Yeah, it, it's all a bunch of crap. It, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. It's just randomized. But on that note, um, since you are open, I, I know you have – how many beers do you have that, that you can? Uh, shoot, I don't even know the count right now because we're canning stuff we normally don't, so – six, six. Apparently it's six. And then we also have bottles, so we have bottles and cans. We have bottles, boys. We do all of our specialty stouts in bottles. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yep. See, I, yeah, yeah. Kevin, actually, Kevin held up all the fingers on his right hand, so that's six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He got a couple cut off a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was a bad accident. Yeah, gosh. Let's, he was let's by raise, himself. Let's, let's raise a beer to that day. <laughs> gosh. Um, but you have how many? Do you have? I know you have more than that on premise on the wall. Yeah. 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 We have. We only have fourteen. Spouts available, taps available. So you, um, that's the first time I've ever used the word spout. So I don't yeah, know why I did there you that. Go. That was uh, nice. Yeah, it was very nice. For, for forty in. some years, it was taps. <laughs> yeah. Today, you, you sounded very cognitive. <laughs> spouts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like my golf game. Don't know what's coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now I do. Yeah, because yeah. of one sixteen. Because yeah. of the forgiveness. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, with fourteen spouts on the wall, six of a can. That 
by math, that's 27 that you can get on site that you can't get in the... Yeah, that was incorrect math. I was seeing a few. Of that. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, and some of those yeah. are redundant, but uh, eight. there's eight. Yeah, there's there's on the wall that you can't. If get you walk place. in, you have a plethora of beers. I mean, we're pretty much trying to satisfy any style right. of drinker, even the folks that don't like craft beer. Chip, would you say he's got a plethora? What is a plethora? <laughs> that's pretty much the biggest word I can use. So yeah, that's, that's a good word. I've stretched yeah. my your, your, vocabulary. Your words are are very. You get a lot of words. I haven't you got, had enough You, got, you use why. the best words, and maybe that was a Trump speech. Yeah, no doubt about it. You guys saw where you <laughs> the, were going. The greatest words. <laughs> They're the greatest yeah, words. The, the greatest words. I use all the words. <laughs> I, I know a bunch of words. Mm-hmm. The Stephen best. doesn't know any words, apparently. <laughs> I know that we should set up a jockey box. In oh, yeah. Speaking, speaking of jockey. To, you know, help with some of these extra yeah. beers we're brewing right a now. Red, yeah. A red jockey box that, yeah. <clears throat> Would you put that together with, a, like, a do you use a wrench in the back of that? Well, I've tried, but there, it really puts a wrench in the mix yeah. when I yeah. try to put it outside of a bar. Uh-huh. And apparently people have reported because I've put it outside. So that puts a wrench in things, too. Huh. Uh-huh. Weird. No clue what you're saying, yeah. but I like it. <laughs> no, in, in on that note also... Um, what? You've got a story you got to tell. Oh, see? I have st- I have stories. I have so many stories. <laughs> I Appar- love stories. Apparently, we're about to play... Uh, we're going to oh, play another song, but before we play this yeah. other song, you, you got to... It's, it's a William Clark Green song, Ooh. and Chip happens to have a William Clark Green story. I, I have I have random stories that I, I tend to forget because I drink a lot. But um, <laughs> So, uh, William Clark Green, uh, we were taking a cruise, not recently, this is a while back. Actually, not him and William Clark, it was, it yeah. was he and his wife. Was me, and my, me and my <laughs> wife and another couple and their kid were, were uh, going on this cruise. You know, have you all ever been on a cruise? One. Yeah. Yes. You know what? You know, well, it, they're... I don't know. Explain I don't, to me. Yeah. Tell me. Anyway, when you go to check in, there's that huge line. Well, the guy behind us, the two guys behind us were wearing onesies. <laughs> and just acted a fool. And, and I, was, I was about half drunk already. And I look back and go, who the hell are you? And why aren't we friends? And he goes, well, I'm William Clark Green. I said, hey, William Clark Green, I'm Chip Ray. I only got two. And, he goes, and his buddy goes, no, that's William Clark Green. I said, I heard. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not that drunk. So we we check in and we're talking to him the whole time, right? And we go on and I saw him on the boat too. I said, hey, William Clark Green. <laughs> we met up with another uh, another friend of ours that didn't realize was going to be on the boat, and she's part of the was the Firewalkers. Yeah, Texas Firewalkers. Texas Firewalkers. Okay. Invited us to this concert that they were having, and she goes, <laughs> she goes. Uh, I can't remember the other band, but she goes, yeah, and uh, William Clark Green's going to be there. I was like, oh, I know him. <laughs> she's like, she's like, wait, what? I was like, no, wait, you what? Who is he? Texas country music singer. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, that makes sense. That, That's why I had the onesie. Yeah, Dang it. That, well, they were having a onesie party on the boat, too. So, yeah, I was like. I thought that, he was just that badass and wore onesies everywhere. No, he might. I don't know. But, I mean, for two days, Chip just thought they were friends. Yeah, we're just we're just friends with me and William Clark Green. And, no, it's we weird that there. he keeps saying all of his names. But, yeah. yeah but this, okay. I'm thinking about going by three names. It sounds yeah, you cool. you should. You should. Well, and, you I know, don't think anybody's using Ryan Clark Green, so there is there that. Yes. Yeah. 
Or his last name is Whitestone, clearly. Whitestone, clearly. That's very British. There you go. Ryan Whitestone, clearly. There you go. I like that. Done. You're welcome. Oh, that's what we do here. We make dreams happen. Mm -hmm. Not good dreams. Mainly nightmares. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so (laughs) he's up there singing. I'm like, that's my buddy. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. It was crazy. But on that note, and. While we play this, I got, I got a backstory. Listen to some of the words on this, and, and you'll understand it. All righty. William Clark Green. You're listening to the Drinking Texas Radio Show on KBSR, Black Sparrow Digital Radio in Taylor, Texas. Now, if everyone except for Chip can keep their pants on, we can continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Chip, go ahead and put them back on. Nope, will not. That's why I played that one. <laughs> And uh, it's ugly, but we're back. Hey, uh, you may That's have... That's the most glorious thing you've ever seen today. <laughs> I, I was in a foursome with 80-year-olds. I know you were. All right. That's why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> now, I may have mentioned up at the top uh, that, that, that I had a bourbon, uh, and y'all didn't. Oh, man, I felt like Chevy Chase right there. Um, I want to talk about, uh, talk about that a little bit. Uh, we... Chip and I, uh-huh. and about what, 20, 30 other people. You know, this is only an hour show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting into my feels. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're part of a guided whiskey tasting by Milam and Green, Heather oh. Green, mm-hmm. uh, CEO out there, who is a, a bourbon superstar. Yeah. There's no other way to put it. I mean, author. She, uh, she's one of the foremost authorities on bourbon in the world. In the world. Yes. Um, and and this uh, this distillery edition straight bourbon whiskey is the first one uh, that that the that they've put out. Um, grand glass, uh, they every step of the way it's all uh-huh. theirs, and uh, it's a one twenty one proof. And um, I'm here. I eventually woke up today, and I'm here to ask you, Chip. Uh-huh. What did you think of the tasting? Oh, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, we'll we'll get y'all you guys a sample of it. Uh, Sounds delicious. Yeah, oh, it, it was VIP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, very limited edition. If y'all can find the bottle, yeah, okay. No, I, I know where it's at. <laughs> Damn it! But yeah, it, it, very limited edition. Uh, first batch. That I think they only have seventeen hundred bottles, roughly. Yeah. Uh, one hundred twenty-one dollars a bottle. Uh, it is available. Yeah. Uh, at the distillery or online, mm-hmm. uh, but you have to pick it up at the distillery. But you, yeah, you yeah. can order it online, but you have to go down there to Blanco. To I prefer pick it things up. only eight hundred dollars and up. And <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've got a bottle of that too. <laughs> but um, but um, so so I mean, just give me a quick review. What do you think? What did you think? I, I thought it was good. I, I thought it was going to be at one twenty one. It was one twenty proof, one twenty one. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be hot, and uh, it was not. It was smooth. It was silky. Uh, you can taste all the flavors in it: brown sugars, the, the, uh, hmm. what? You nothing? know, nothing. <laughs> is that what they call you? <laughs> that, that is, that's that how is how his nickname around the Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right. He's not silky though. He's I not hope, silky. I hope. Uh, I hope I was not referring to you at that point. <laughs> well, you were looking well, get in the eye. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and and it was oh. it was it, it was actually pretty amazing just right out of the bottle. Uh, uh, but uh, it's funny because it tasted like it tasted. I, I threw an ice cube in there. And it changed everything. Really? It just became one of the greatest whiskeys I'd ever had. Maybe it's life. The, people were, I don't, I don't necessarily want to compare it to Pappy. I will not compare it to Pappy. But. But people were. People, people on, at the tasting were comparing it to Pappy. Yeah. Um, but I, I will say this. Marlene, 
Marlene is is one of the distillers there. She is the most distinguished distiller in the state of Texas. Twenty seven years in the in the whiskey business. Jordan is also a distiller there. He's they, actually the one that came up with the yeast yeah. strain that they use. You know what that's like. Yes, uh, I was going to say. I, I sorry to cut you off, but this type of startup is what I really appreciate, and I'm a I'm a big bourbon drinker in my off time when I'm yeah. not hammering on beers, but amazing <laughs> uh, <laughs> ketosis. I, I really do feel like this art has been lost a little bit. So mm-hmm. it's really inspiring when you see people start this up because especially really experienced people, it reminds me of Northern California when all the, the um, winemakers were starting up. There's still a lot of wineries out there that really do exclusive stuff, yeah. very limited mm-hmm. and it's proprietary to them. And they're fine with that. And this kind of reminds me of that. So it's really, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they said, cause they've been making whiskey for a while, but you know, <laughs> uh, you're blending and, and sourcing and this sure. and that. And, and, and this one, uh, they're just, they're basically, they're trying to make the Texas bourbon. That's cool. And uh, uh, yeah. Uh, what do they got? Mash bill, 70% corn, 22% malted rye, 8% malted barley. Uh, Jordan's yeast strain. Uh, how long? Two years, four years? Uh, three. Okay, who's in there? Yeah, yeah you're <laughs> I, spot on. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I've got a phobia, uh, odd numbers. So that's as close <laughs> as I could get. But uh, has yeah, you thrown no, that box away, by the way? I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I'm gonna give it three thumbs up. Yeah, <laughs> that's on the thumb. Oh damn it! But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was absolutely fantastic. They knocked it out of the park. Um, it, wait till you try it. It's gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna be one for you. You you get. Jack Daniels. Whoa, yeah. whoa. <laughs> if everyone want to throw barrels our way, we would. Yeah. That'd be like that'd be like pouring it out. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to do that. Have y'all done a uh, a cast, uh, barrel strength? Uh, yeah, we've done quite a few actually. Um, I barrels can be the answer to that. What's that? You did. Soft. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've we've done. I mean, we try to get our hands on any wet barrels that we can because we love bringing in that whatever character was in that barrel beforehand. Right. Um, but barrels tell a story, man, and it's really cool to put that through beer. Yeah. So. So you didn't tell us this. I don't think you, it, it maybe you did. And I'm just a moron, which I am. Um, <laughs> what made you, what made you want to start a brewery? Ah, I get asked that question a lot. And I always said, I'm going to answer that differently, but I can never think of anything cool to say. So you, you needed uh, a set of golf clubs. And, and yes, thought, I wanted to golf more. So I started yeah. the brewery. I mean, so you thought, natural choice. Yeah. Uh, now I was, it was corporate grind. So I worked in software for 12 years and then homebrewed, started homebrewing in 05, I think. Um, and just kind of fell in love with it. It was mm-hmm. a therapeutic way, laborious therapeutic way to forget about that corporate grind right. stuff. So I think it's become kind of a common story these days, but that's in a nutshell, um, just kind of love going to my garage for 12 hours and then forgetting about everything. Yeah. Mike does that too, but the car's on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't touch that one. I got yeah. nothing. I got nothing. No, but it's, it's it, it, you know. the thing is, it's an electric car, so yeah, yeah. that's why it's not. So you working. fail every time. Yeah, that's every why time. it's not working. <laughs> no, but he it, walks. He walks back in the house. His, his wife goes, "God dang it!" <laughs> Again, yeah. energy bill just went uh, up. Don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, but it is. It, I think it has become a common story because um, homebrew has so, and I appreciate every homebrew that we have out there and um we have a lot to come into the brewery but there's so much forgiveness mm-hmm. with 
especially when you're giving out free to your neighbors. So that <laughs> right. kind of inspires you to, Oh, let's take the next step. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, the business is even harder. Right. No, it's, and it's hard to trans translate the, like a homebrew scale, a three barrel to a, to a 10 or a larger, whatever. Yeah. It, it's hard to scale that way. There, there's a, we won't mention, um, Red River's name on here. They're, they're, out of, they're not listening. They're out of Louisiana. They, they, they do a good job, but um, they scaled back from a, from a brewery to a brew pub. Yeah. And then they lost the brewer. Well, when they scaled down, they didn't know how to translate that into the smaller barrels. Then, and they had, which it was really weird. They had a guy that was doing experimental stuff on a, on a homebrew kit over here on a, like a small three barrel. And he was he was in there, but it was like he he didn't give a shit about the, <laughs> these yeah. guys. Like, now I figure out what they should make, and then I tell them, and then you know whatever yeah. they pay me. Like, but you're not <laughs> you're not scaling it. He's like, yeah. no, I don't know how to do that. They yeah. got to figure that out. And it just once they get once they get the right brewer, maybe they have. We haven't been there in a while. Yeah, yeah. It's it's um, been a year, I think. It's yeah. tough. I mean, you know, I I do not a lot of these, but I, I do. You know, we have interviews and stuff like that, especially during covid we'd get interviewed and it's generally the same questions but i think you know it's wait are you saying we're just asking the same no you guys are the funnest ones (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah no i I love these to where we can just kind of shoot the shit but you know when i think about it to the core it's because i gave up a lot of things to to start the brewery and um you know and people say oh it's great. You're living your dream, right? You're doing what you wanted to do. And I'm going, well, it's still fucking work. You know? I know. I'm going, so it, it's know, even more work. Because it's more it's work. Yours. But when I think about it, I'm going, well, there's times I'm definitely not happy. You yeah. Know? And I'm sitting here going, this is a grind. And it's, I love what we built. Right. right. But it really comes down to, cause I mean, I don't do any of the brewing. I'm not in the, the back of house. I'm more of an accountant than anything. Mm-hmm. And that's not what that's I what plan like. to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I look like, you know, Where's my stapler? Uh, but it, it really it really comes down to, um, and I can say this five years later, we've built this place more around um, the people. Mm-hmm. And it, it truly is that. I, I know that sound bite goes around, but it really is a personality fit to where, you know, we could have a hard day and these guys are still shooting the shit and coming out front and we're taking the breaks. And uh, we didn't have that at year two. Yeah. Probably not even at year three. But I can say at year four and a half, we built a pretty damn good place to where we know we don't always produce the best beers, but we're experimenting, but our person, the personality fits and people doing what they're doing is really, that is where I find my happiness. Right. And it took me probably until the ride over here to realize like, <laughs> I'm going, shit, you know what? That is kind of cool. Yeah. But I, I do think about that. I'm going, no, this isn't what I signed I, up I'm, for. This isn't what I'd, I'm glad we could bring that out of you. Yeah. So that was a good therapy uh, session. And, and Can I, I lay on this couch over here? Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, cuddle but, up, man. Cuddle up. So I, I will say, uh, and Mike will, Mike will back this up. Probably. Um, I, we love going over to your brewery. Oh, yeah. It, it's very laid back. It's very chill. You, the way it's set up is is great. Uh, you got the, it's a taco truck in the back. Yep. It It's in, in the stage, which, you know, you can't, I don't know. Can y'all play music now? Uh, we probably can, but we haven't just yeah. cause we're, it, it's just so, do we want to bring a big, cause when we do music, it, it draws a big ass crowd. Oh, then yeah. Uh-huh. Then yes, so. you do. 
yeah. You know what? The hell with the state. I know. Well, Make believe me, I've, I've said that. Yeah, said that multiple times. I know. Yeah. We all have. You don't. Uh, well, not with this state. We're talking about Oklahoma. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what time is it? Yeah. Piss on. Five forty-two. Still sucks. Anyway, five forty-two. Don't we have a song to play? God damn. Oh lord. <laughs> oh yeah, Vicky spent a birthday there. Uh, my wife. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. We, we I remember that. I, I was not invited. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. It. I it's mean, cause I was knows, there. She knows you. <laughs> yeah. We also, uh, we need to get back with uh, Charlie and do another, another. Uh, uh, yeah. With the, with the party bus. Party know. bus. And have you guys on there. Absolutely. Yeah. We had, I think uh, I saw pictures. Were you guys with Dave and Claire last time? Yeah. yeah. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Dave and Claire and, uh, you know, JD. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, Claire, JD. Uh, no, actually, Claire did not go. No. Oh, Claire wasn't there. Okay. Yeah, no, but no. it was uh, it was Good Dave peeps, by the way. She, oh, she, yeah. uh, she, she served the beers when we stopped at that place. Yeah. We, so we <laughs> and then we a, left her there. We made a, we made a mistake. We went uh, to, uh, well, we technically started at Blue Bonnet, but we didn't. Um, we <laughs> went to y'all's place first. Then we went to uh, Blue Bonnet. Mm-hmm. No. Compadre. Oh, compadre. Oh, compadre. Okay. compadre. Um where else did we go? Good God. Compadre. Go hedgehog? Blue oh, Bonnet. No, we were supposed no, to go to Hedgehog, but they we... They weren't open yet. They weren't open yet. Okay. Yeah. Um, Texas uh, Beer Company. Texas Beer Company. Uh, Loose Screw. Loose Screw. Although, J.D. took us to his house, too. That was kind of unscheduled. Yeah. <laughs> his wife didn't know that was going to happen. Party bus pulls up in his front yard. Yeah, and she was asleep. Oh, that's... We, oh, picked, no. we picked up a couple people on the way, too. <laughs> Uh, it didn't feel good. And we were drinking on the bus. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Well, we have got to, back yeah. To, yeah, then we got back to Blue Bonnet and drank some more, and oh, <laughs> it was a wonderful, wonderful day. Yeah, <laughs> we do need to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, so we got another song. Yeah, I wasn't kidding about that. Uh, <laughs> this I, one is... Uh, I told you we're not getting through all four songs. This one is uh, Casey Donahue, uh, first Texas country artist I ever listened to. Because I was a country music expert... Nashville when I moved to Texas and um, somebody said hey let's go see Kevin Fowler I'm like who who is Kevin Fowler so they drug me out there this was the opening act I'm like oh my god okay I'm hooked, <laughs> I'm hooked. you all right you know you know who it is I, I think I've heard a couple yeah yeah it's not tool name one Ryan <laughs> well name a song I don't know songs <laughs> The opinions of the Drinking Texas radio show do not reflect the opinions on KBSR as a whole. Remember, these guys are probably really drunk. <laughs> yeah. We're getting close to now, probably. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, what? Well, okay, so I've, I've, I've got a, a, a statement and a question. Okay. What, do I go now? Yeah. All right. Nope. Oh, not for that, no. <laughs> no go ahead. All right. So, real quick, uh, these are a couple of notes I've been trying to get to for the past few weeks. Uh, I'm going to say them now. Uh, a couple of beers um, that I've heard about. Wild Rojo. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. From uh, uh, Eastless Street in San Antonio. Basically, it's a sour, big red big flavor. Red? Big red flavor. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you can get it. Uh, only there. You have to uh, order it online, go down to the brewery to pick it up. I've tried. I haven't gotten any. That was my question, Mike. 
I, you don't I, have any pool down there? I don't. Us? Not in San Antonio. <laughs> so, no, uh, no, no, no. Wait till you hear the story about his family in San Antonio. You, you would think that he would have pool. You would All think, right. but yeah, no. Fall out of favor. Yeah, second one. he's not allowed to drive that far. <laughs> <laughs> the ankle monitor goes off. <laughs> the second, second one, about, about two weeks ago, Oscar Blues made a French's mustard beard. And again, they're, they're uh, not office. Distillery here brewery? In, in brewery. We're here with Why am I? Brewery. That's like me saying spouts. <laughs> spouts. All right. So anyway, their distillery spouts were all messed up. So uh, we couldn't get any. Uh, I've read a few reviews online and everybody says it's actually really good. I'd like to try it. I think it's gone. You can order it online. They, they Maybe mustard. it might be gone. But I, I, I bring that up to bring this up. You ever make any uh, weird beers? Any any anything close to this that uh, that you've tried and failed? You've tried and succeeded? You've got in mind to do nothing that risky. I mean, that's yeah. that's definitely a risky one. Um, we've, I mean, that's kind of the role that Stephen has uh, come into is is creative beer manager is to take those eh, maybe not that risk, but. Yeah, I get to have risks. fun with beer, but yeah. that's a little... He, Ryan he just, would slap he, me in the face if I told yeah. him, hey, we're making a mustard beer. <laughs> he just comes in and says, popcorn and yeah. uh, well, sunflower seeds. Yeah. Ooh, told, sounds delicious. I yes. told Ryan I wanted to make a michelada, and he looked at me like I was uh, the most crazy guy in the world. Well, yeah, not, because, not, not because of that. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah he's already got 10 points against him, so it's like yeah. he comes in with that. <laughs> No, uh, we, we've done um, probably the most risky beer that we we've done thus far is uh, we did a a barrel aged version that we call a rated R, and that was um, we had you know just through our kind of transition of life as a brewery from year one and a half to year four. Yep, we had eight barrels that were just kind of sitting there. We didn't know what to do with. They had it was everything from barrel aged IPA, which I know you never do. We did Why it. Why not? <laughs> By the way. We we've had a it wasn't an IPA what was it? Um, oh, I thought you were going to talk about the the IPL whiskey. No, no, no the the barrel aged that we had that wasn't an IPA uh, that wasn't a stout. It was a the ale that Mike was. Oh crap! Home? No, don't worry about it. I I lost it. Yeah, it actually never existed, but <laughs> it did. You can have no, that. Um, you can it have was that. Barrel aged amber, asshole. It was okay. it was a uh, uh, by fourth tap. Thank you. Oh, okay. You're, Amber's kind of come out good depending on what barrel you put them in. The, yeah. the argument against putting an IPA in there is hops are going to diminish, right? right? So you're never going to get that hop character out of it. But we were just curious, and we had the Beardus Bear, and we we did it. And um, they sat in there some for three years, two and a half years. So uh, we took eight barrels of various beers, brown ale uh, or melted snowman, IPA, Amber, uh, Amber and some of the barrels were decent, some were better, some were eh. And we they were all married amazing, them all together. Man. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. These were some of the best notch. barrels you've ever tasted in your life. And yep. We married them they, all together were, for the best beer in so the world. Good. You were like, yeah. we can't sell these. We, we can't to. separate them. They had yeah. to be married we together. Guys, we can't sell it. Just put them all together. Yeah, we can't just... sell these. Nobody will drink anybody else's beer. We're not those people. Yeah, we couldn't do that to the public. <laughs> yeah. I think we, I don't think we, there was a couple of bears that had ethylacetate in them. And what? Hold on. Oh, hold on. I know. That was hard it's to get out. It's very yeah. complicated. You said, that you said, that, was, very that complicated. was way past plethora. <laughs> yeah. You said plethora was the longest word you know. Uh, yeah. I think you just made that. I can make up words too. Yeah. He did. Believe me, you'll, you'll know the word. Ethylacetate is when you get this this um, compound out of the barrel staves that will taste like nail polish. Yep. And it's oh, just yeah. no, immediate dumpage. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> for um, me. <laughs> yeah. yeah so we, don't, we release dumpage. those beers, so we don't care. No. <laughs> um, definitely not in the rated R, Ryan. Yeah. That is not we, in there We've, we've had some barrels that have done that, and there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, yeah. you just got to dump it. But um, we married all these beers together, and um, it's it's interesting. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. It's, you can't, it's very hard to describe. And people love it. Some people are like, yeah, it's not my cup of tea, but. Right. It, the bad thing about that is you, you can't recreate it. No, never. Never. No. Yeah, it's, it's a, one it's of a, kind. Yeah, it's one time. And once you tell people this is a one of, one of a kind, you will never be able to try this again. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is the best thing I've ever put in my mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, That's the marketability of craft beer, yeah, yeah, yeah unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's crazy. But in uh, one, of the, one of the great things about the craft beer business is 99.9% of, uh, of the industry is very cool, uh, very cool towards each other. Yep. Um, which I really appreciate, and, and y'all are y'all are part of that ninety nine point nine percent. Thank you. Shit, I yeah. thought we were that one. No, no you were the point nine. No, you're, 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 you're not the asshole. But uh, I mean, you might be. Uh, an you asshole. are. I mean, you're yeah, I get called that. Yeah, there you, there you go. No, we we've seen y'all over at uh, y'all help out Blue Bonnet. Blue Bonnet helps. Love those guys. Every, yeah. Every, everybody, um, south of like, uh, oh god. Let's let's just pick somewhere at random Georgetown. Maybe Georgetown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, everybody south of that. Yeah. South of the square it helps helps each other out and, and, uh, and is really really cordial to, towards everybody. And, yeah, and that's that's fantastic. That's one of the reasons why we started drinking Texas is because nice. yeah because we want to let people know about these these breweries that y'all are doing a fantastic job. One, thank you. But you know y'all are really really cool people. All right. I appreciate I, that. I shouldn't say yeah, that. But, yeah, see, oh, okay. Before no, he no, proposes no, to you, in the show, before he proposes to you, in you know, in in the vein of, of helping out, you're making things for. I think I can. I think I can uh, achieve two dreams. One shot, right here. You get that Michelada beer, chip uh, and salsa. Well, I'm just oh, saying. Oh, that's a great. Or, That's a great or, name. Oh, and, 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 and bonus, we get a rainbow out of his butt on the label. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, may, may I throw because... <laughs> What's better than one label with the rainbow coming out of your butt? Mm-hmm. Two. <laughs> I, I'm just going to throw this out there right now. Uh, a Michelada is a, a Texas-style beer, mm-hmm. right? Drinking... You'd be drinking Texas at that time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Gosh, I, if, dang if it, you guys talked me into it. Jeez, Ryan. Done. That Shit, was easy. Yeah, yeah and if you yes. put drinking Texas on the label, you know, we won't see you. <laughs> 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 all right good. Hey. i already have two pending lawsuits so yeah good. yeah but those are uh, never mind not related <laughs> to beer yeah those are all golf related yeah. <laughs> touche yeah oh my gosh hey we we got to end the show right now um, dang it i know uh-huh well, this that's is just getting started well yeah. well the, the drinking's just getting started <laughs> the show itself coming yeah. to an end yeah um Thank you all so much for joining us. This has been a great time. Kevin, uh, we, we appreciate I, I you I wish that you would stay quiet a little bit. <laughs> Kevin, uh, say something. Something? There, there you, go. you go. That is officially the, the most words he's ever said on the air. <laughs> yeah. Ever. All right. Okay, boys. Last call. Remember to keep your hands on your beer until the show comes to a full, complete stop. And thank you for choosing Drinking yeah. Texas Radio.